Hello and welcome back to another episode of the O Word Podcast. I'm your host, Omar Ledesma, and today I'm joined by... Johnny Hunt. I'm joined... What do you mean today? I'm with you every single time. Hey, my main focus here was getting the intro right, <laughs> and I think I nailed it, so... Happy National Bikini Day, everyone. So, uh, everyone grab your bikinis, uh, and uh, if you guys want, you can meet Omar and I at the beach. We'll be there with our bikinis, too. Which trunks. beach are we going to, Omar? Swim trunks. Tell, tell them. Um, I don't know any names of beaches. We can go out to the lake, uh, the dirty coolie. No, let's go to Gerard Park. Let's go to Gerard Park. It's it's just a lake. They got water. I, I, there's got to be some kind of coast, which is a beach. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so uh, this is a podcast where uh, we take a word and uh, we go to some rays, find a story, and come back and talk to each yeah. other about it uh this episode is a special episode because it's our fourth of july annual recording every year uh biannual no that's it twice yeah. a year. did you do anything yesterday for fourth of july today <laughs> we're supposed to pretend like it's friday oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no uh no i didn't really do much uh, but i think that's what our forefathers or our founding fathers would have wanted i worked <laughs> I think I might have drank some tea today, but... Ooh, I thought you were going to say, like, hot sauce or something, because I'm looking at a bottle of Valentina that's almost empty. That was only, like, three days' worth. I believe it. No, yeah, I go through a lot of hot sauce. It's ridiculous. But they were cheap at Walmart. They were, like, 16 or 49 cents they for that bottle. Val- they have Valentina Black Label at Walmart now? Oh, yeah. Dang. Are you kidding me? They've been having it. It's mainstream. All right, so this week, our word was fluttering. F-L-U-T-T-E-R-I-N-G. Fluttering. Fluttering. Yeah, we got lucky with the last couple words. This one I did not. Yeah, I did not like this word either. So, butterflies or like what? Oh, well, I mean, either butterflies or like hummingbirds or like... Any bird. A fluttering feeling in your heart. That's basically what I found. No, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's a very girly episode, but I think I found something off the wall. I always try and find something off the wall. Me too. I tried to dive deeper. Okay, because I, I was like, Johnny's probably going to go for the normal use. Wait, I was thinking that. I was thinking, oh, watch just going to do butterflies. When have I ever done something you've heard of? Uh, remember that time you John did? Cena? Uh, oh, that was off the wall too. That was pretty off the wall. <laughs> we both went off the wall and we met this, at yeah. the same place. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, no. I, me. I try to do something interesting. Um. Okay. But, uh, yeah, you want to get us started with your story Yeah, topic? so um, my article is about a district in India. So in India, when whenever summer comes around, a large part of the country goes into a water crisis. Okay. So the article I'm talking about is specifically about Jabua district in India. It's spelled J-H-A-B-U-A. So Jabua sounds right, right? Jabua? Uh, sure. No, not Jabua. 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 Okay. Yeah. So the district is located in the state of Madhya Pradesh. Oh, goodness. So <laughs> that's a state in India, which is also known as the heart of India because it's located right in the middle of India. Okay. Okay. Oh, so, fluttering. Heart. Heart fluttering. Is oh, that- my God. That wasn't no, that's not okay. it. Okay. But you know what? The fluttering heart of India. All right, all that's right. That's good. Man, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, uh, sorry. 
the uh, Jabua district is one of the areas in India that's very like prone to droughts uh, whenever the summer comes around. Uh, so the land is, according to Wikipedia, called, and I quote, degraded wastelands, end quote. So um, I guess desert, very mm. poor land for agriculture because of all the droughts. Yeah. And uh, before I want to talk more about this, I want to talk about, like, give you some background about Jibua District so, like, we know what it's all about. So, in 2011, according to, like, the 2011 census information, uh, Jibua had a population of a million people. Okay. Uh, so, this is a district in a state, and uh, that's roughly the population of Montana. Yeah. So, I was thinking about that. It's like, wow, so it's very... How big is the district? See, that's the thing. It's it's a district in our so state, like so a it's a parish or a county. Right, right. So, it's uh, more densely packed than Montana. So, that... Uh, that analogy that was given in Wikipedia, not the best. A little misleading, <laughs> but a million people. Uh-huh. Okay? So, but um, that's actually pretty small for India because, as we know, uh, India is pretty, pretty, pretty populated. Fastest growing population in the world, right? I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. Sure. I'm pretty sure. They're uh, close to for most populated right. in the world. Well, that's... I say fastest growing because I think China was the fastest growing, but then they put that rule where you don't have two kids. I think they stopped that rule they recently. They stopped it because they the projections were like we're going to be underpopulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and now they can't catch up with India, no, who never had the rule. And now they're they're growing fast. But can I just say what's the way you do in these eco episodes? Right? I don't. I don't know. You have some secret agenda. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna have you politicizing my podcast? I think Johnny. subconsciously I'm talking about the environment more because I'm hearing about it more. I, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Well. But uh, that's all right. It's what it's come to. This is gonna be the. Uh, <laughs> this is the Johnny segment of the podcast. The environment yeah. vegan podcast. Environment talk. Um. So yeah, million people in Montana, and. So by that number, they're actually um, kind of below average population out of all the Indian districts. Okay. There was a little over 600 Indian districts, and I think they were like 440 or 404. So That makes sense, though, because if they struggle repeatedly with this drought problem, it's probably not the best place to live. Yeah, I don't think anyone's running to this place. No. So um, the district, the Jabua district, is a predominantly... Adivasi district and Adivasi is just the collective term that they use for the indigenous peoples of India. Okay. So most of the people are a part of that indigenous group of people. So um, the district also suffers from high rates of illiteracy and poverty. So the literacy rate there is a low 44.45. What's so, it here? The year? No, what's it here? Uh, not sure, but I think it's more than 44%. Well, Pretty yes, sure, certainly. But yeah, you can research that. And almost half of the population lives below the poverty line. It's a very and poor, uneducated area, suffering from droughts as well. In Louisiana, it is 20%, the worst in the nation. So, yeah, so that's 20% illiterate. Yes. Oh, Great. We can bring something up to depress me. So, one cool. in six? We can't read here either. One in six. God. <laughs> India's not so bad now, is uh, 20% it? 20% is one in five. One in... Yeah. 
So it's even worse. Because 25 would be wonderful. It's okay. worse. So one in five people, go find five people, point one out. They can't read. <laughs> Don't uh, do that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so in India, it's 44, or in this district, it's 44%. So that's over twice as much as it is here. Mm-hmm. The least literate state in the United States. Thanks for that, Omar. No problem. No problem. <laughs> Some somehow I knew that like deep down I just knew that already. Well, yeah, that's why I brought it up because I'm like, no, he's making it sound like it's really high, but I feel like we're right, we're almost there. One of the last times we recorded this podcast, we talked about that. I don't know if it was on the podcast. It was. It was. We were talking about how uh, Louisiana is the worst state. Yeah, 50. it's because we were talking about uh, the eco environment and how we were the worst at that. Oh right. Right. And now we're the worst literacy. This is not a bashing Louisiana podcast. I love my state. It just comes to it. It just naturally gravitates to that. I love the people in my state. I just don't love some of the parts of the state. We can make it better. You can make it better. Yeah, I was going to say, you're running away. (laughs) Running away with your tail between your legs. Uh, Okay, so um, I wanted to Google Jabua District to see what else I can find. Yeah, so I, I just went straight to the Google news page to see, like, you know, what's going on there? Okay. Because like, um, the article I, I was looking at was pretty recent. Uh, the Wikipedia was not as recent. So I was like, what's going on now? So uh, the first page on the news, first page news articles are terrible. It's all like terrible stories. Like articles that talk about uh, police officer suicide, acid attacks, flogging, and drones getting shot, and like other things. Um, hmm. uh, it's yeah. like Florida. So yeah, Chibuan District, according to what I looked into, just real quick, didn't mm. sound too fun. That's why the population is not that high. Okay, so is it that's why the population is not so high, or the population is not so high, so that happens? Um, I think. What's the cause and what's the effect here, Johnny? The drought is probably a cause that led to this lack of uh, economy. And lack of jobs, growth of crime. I think it's all from the droughts. Yeah. And I'm sure there were other, I don't know, other entities at, at play here. But um, so, yeah, now we know that Jibuo District isn't uh, the best place to be in mm-hmm. and it's drying. Um, so that doesn't help. <laughs> okay, so the, like I said earlier, the lack of water like increased that poverty level because the more, majority of the people in Jabu actually work in agriculture. So a majority of them depend on that rain and good land. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they had to walk miles just to get drinking water and because it was so difficult to get like the basic resources the basic resource of water to be able to like drink, bathe, cook your food and stuff like that. The quality of life of life in the area really deteriorated mm-hmm. um and I, I don't know if you've i'm sure you've heard of this the water crisis in india in general you haven't heard about this in the news Mm-mm. i've seen articles or like heard stories where like a, a truck will come up with water and people are like fighting to get the water and a lot of that is just due to the lack of preparation from like government mm-hmm. um and a lot of it, what, what the government is lacking is like they didn't prepare systems to be able to collect water better, to have enough for all the people in India. Because as we just said earlier, there's a lot of people there, and um, a lot of it's due to inefficient systems. Um, so, for example, 
uh, only one-fourth of rainwater that's collected is used and the rest is just lost. And wh whether that's... Talk about saving up for a rainy day. Saving up for a dry day, right? Yeah. Am I right? Saving a quarter of what you collect in rainwater. That's or a quarter insane. of rainwater. Uh, so a lot of it's lost. Um, another big source of water is just from the ground. Yeah. And so extracting water from the ground and india is actually the largest extractor of groundwater and they're ahead of the u.s and china who are right above them i think china's second and u.s is third and their irrigations to extract groundwater is so inefficient that 60 percent of the water is lost 60 percent of the water used for irrigation is lost so um with a very inefficient system they're not able to collect enough uh, I, they needed like a certain like a three billion something water, um, and they have like four billion somethings of water. I forgot the like measurements. Mm. So they have enough rainwater to do it, but that means they have to collect all of it, which is not really possible. Okay. But they should be able to collect, collect more than half. Exactly, a quarter. Yeah, collect more yeah. than a quarter, yeah. So they should be able to, if they had better systems, to have enough water for everyone from rain and groundwater. So it's like, imagine like filling up your cup and like spilling half of it. Okay, almost picking up a cup. It's not really a cup. I've been drinking from this. It's a vase. It's Omar, like a vase. Omar, you're drinking from a vase. It's like a, a pitcher. Because, look, it's got a little pouring section. Anyways, I've been drinking from this because I, I got tired of refilling my cup. <laughs> and refilling the Brita filter picture, the actual picture. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just keep this one full on me. And I won't have to refill the Brita one. But why? Why not just stay with the Brita filter and just drink out of the Brita filter? Because then I won't have water ready. Ooh, So this good. one, right. this way I always have one backup ready. And it's always cold. Sure. Yeah. For no, birthday, I thought this through. For, the, for your birthday, I'll get you another Brita filter. So, so we'll, you can drink out of one and like leave one. Double in there. fisting the. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, leave one. Remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, this has been working perfectly fine. But yeah, uh, if I spilled this half of this <laughs> in my house, I'd have a huge bottle of water. Yeah, that'd be pretty upsetting. But you probably still have enough water. That's a big vase. No, no, yeah, it'd be. I'll be fine. It's just. It's a lot of water to clean up. Well, the people in India and especially Jabua district can't say that they'll be fine. Yeah, I'm definitely going to drink more water for them. Drink more water for them. That'll help. In their honor. Okay, so... Um, I lost my spot. Ah, okay. So back to Jabua district. So they had a plan and a solution for the Jabua district. Okay, okay, then why are we even talking about so, it? So, hold on. I'm okay. getting there, Omar. So, their, their plan to try to fix this issue is uh, they, they built 23 check dams. So, check dams are just smaller dams that are um, sometimes temporary to help uh, assist in collecting water for the bigger dams. Okay. They had six uh, regular dams, and those were refurbished and fixed as well. So um, you can tell, like, they were really trying to go hard and getting water. Like, it, it shows how urgent it is because they had to build, like, 23 new uh, check dams. Well, did you get it? Well, water, well. No, yeah, I got it. I was just hoping if I didn't well, say anything. Well, that's not a word, but well, um, 
these dams served their purpose and they collected a lot of rainwater. Okay. So uh, with the new check dams collecting water and filling up, the old dams that were previously dry started to fill up and even overflowed. So uh, that caused the water level in the area to really increase. So, to increase? Did it flood? It flooded. No? Uh, flooded with greenery and water and oh, life awesome. force. Okay, so that really helped out the dried fields in Jabua. And now the farmers are able to grow like two to three crops a year. Like nice. they're able, able to rotate crops and grow like normal farms would without a dry and cracked soil and land. Uh, they even started raising animals, like, a, like, like a livestock, ranches, yeah. livestock and stuff like that. So they went from no drinking water to fluttering green crops so uh is that the the, the word fluttering uh just came up in, in the title yeah yeah yeah. but does that make sense yeah like, i don't know I, I honestly i don't grammatically, know grammatically is that logical um, fluttering means to fill uh no, no fluttering uh, i think they you know what nothing that they might mean uh flourishing yeah that's what i'm saying they, they might have meant was this an indian article like not indian but like from india um maybe so uh yeah the, the article is like just from no drinking water to fluttering green crops so i'm reading the definition of fluttering right now okay so the flying fluttering yeah uh move in the light irregular or trembling motion so maybe they mean like i think that's what they mean okay like like you know how a flag well, the flutter? Exa- yeah i was about to say the example is a fluttering banner but yeah if you mean yeah like a fluttering Green banner, night. but like fluttering crops Oh, you think that there's a breeze blowing the, yeah, exactly. the crops and they're swaying Like a the lot wind. of fluttering crops dancing in the wind. I, I mean... Unless they're beating feebly or irregularly. <laughs> I'm going to say that they use the wrong definition. You know what? I'm going to give... I mean, the wrong word. I'm going to give the author benefit the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Yeah, and they, they meant moving in a light, irregular, or trembling motion in the wind. Mm-hmm. Fluttering crops. Um... Okay. Yeah. We could take so it. That's, I mean, that's where the word came up. For the but, sake of this podcast and your legitimacy, I'll accept. <laughs> for, that, the, for the integrity of this podcast. Because <laughs> otherwise, you kind of just did a report on, on a mistake. But Well, um, you know what? The word came up and I saw it. Hey, I swear. That's what you got to do sometimes. I'll, especially I'll when the word is fluttering. Yeah, fluttering is lame. But anyway, now we know about Jabua District. Uh, they chilling now. So um, with the replenished agri- agriculture industry... Um, like I said, that most of the citizens depend on the quality of life in the area is now starting to improve. Even though I said it declined earlier, it's yeah, improving now. I thought, like, you haven't heard about it in the news. I'm like, is this a recent thing? But See, I didn't want to spoil it. Opposite I didn't want to spoil thing. it. That's you what... have me over here feeling insecure about my knowledge of the world. No, I, I didn't I didn't want to spoil it. So, like, no, well, well the, the water crisis in India is still real. Oh, no, that's not that's, in Jaboya. Yeah, yeah, that's still very real. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, Jabula is starting to uh, improve with the uh, increase in the agriculture and the st- livestock industry. They have such an impressive stubbornness. Because, like, how are you going to remain mo- like dependent mostly on agriculture mm-hmm. if you know that your land goes through a drought every year? I don't I mean, at one point, I'm sure it was fine. Because they didn't look at, like, cracked okay. soil and were like, hmm. We're going to try to plant something. I don't know. 
It kind of feels like they were like, no, no, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. <laughs> we'll make it work. Whoa. And then eventually the government's like, okay, let's do something about this. Yeah, dude. It, I mean, it ended up working because uh, the, the dam project was only two years old, or uh-huh. I guess is only two years old. And now people are able to access the water for basic needs. They don't have to walk miles to access water. Mm-hmm. They can have water like in their homes and stuff. Whatever happened to the uh, flooding situation down here? It feels like no one's talking about it anymore. Like a a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, it was like they got to open the spillway and they got to flood a barge and it's going to be the end. Even during that, I don't remember it being a big deal. Like I didn't hear much about it. Well, it wasn't a big deal here. Like Morgan City, uh, Stevensville and stuff. The water was high. Like the highway was closed. The stretch of highway was closed. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. While I was going home, I saw that. Like, going over a bridge, I saw how high the water was getting. Yeah. Like, and it got to, like, the wall and stuff. Yeah, the seawall, yeah. I mean, it got high, but it, it would have flooded if they did open the spillway and that if they did sink that barge. Because all that water... Did they open got, it? I don't think so. Which is crazy, because I was watching, like, a no, local news report, and they were like, no, they're going to open it. Like, it's going to happen. If not, in the next three days, three days after that. I was like, oh, man. So, yeah, we're going to choose to flood these cities. Cause, and then uh, it didn't happen. But, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Unless you let it flood New Orleans. Uh, it's a much worse situation. Yeah. Circa Katrina, right? <laughs> but um, Throwback, TBT. Yeah, it's crazy. All these natural disasters. You hear about California, L.A.? There was an earthquake. Earthquake, yeah. My, 6.1. One of my cousins, uh, I think it was like 6.6. 6.6. One of my cousins uh, <laughs> told me about it. Yeah. She said, she was very casual about it. Though. She was like, yeah, just uh, we usually get earthquakes, but like that, this one went on for a little longer this time, so it was a little weird. It went on six times longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she um, said her friend was in the car driving, and she was about to yell at her like husband or whatever. Because she thought he was messing with her, like, pushing her or something. It's like, nah, that was just a 6.6. No, the world was pushing you. <laughs> the whole planet. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, mine isn't as crazy. Not as huge. But I'm sure it has some kind of impact on a lot of people. Um, so, yeah, the first thing I decided to look up was on YouTube. Because I was like, well, if I'm going to end up doing flying birds or whatever, I want to look at some videos. But I didn't end up finding videos of hummingbirds when I searched fluttering do you want to know what i found dinosaurs what da- flying dinosaurs why would it okay uh dragonflies moths no wait hearts this fingers fluttering fingers what? i found hey, hundreds and hundreds of asmr videos oh my god i'm gonna be doing my report on the internet phenomenon of asmr Uh, okay enough of that segment but i'll probably be doing that throughout the report yeah we should totally uh, do an asmr segment at the end oh a little, okay, a little yeah, special yeah. treat yeah 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 something to entice the senses yeah. uh so you want to tell me what you know about asmr um, i feel it's something you're familiar with not uh, believe me i'm very familiar with asmr um so my favorite ones are probably the really disgusting food ones your favorite ones okay yeah you there's this one lady that just eats she ate like a giant sea monster 
supposed to be like a lobster or oh, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think it was like an octopus or something because it was sticking, right? No, I, I've seen it. that, but there's no. another. There's so many out there. Yeah. The one I saw was like a huge lobster. It looked like a dinosaur, like this big around, mm-hmm. and she would just dip it in this butter sauce thing that's in a huge bowl and just went. I think it was a snow crab. Was it a crab? No, dude, 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 I think it, it was a big crab. It was a it was a monster lobster. Yeah, uh, I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like the eating ones. Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't really like any ASMR. I was the uh, spaghetti one comes to mind. The little girl eating the huge bowl of spaghetti that comes oh. to mind. See, I think of the foams. So anything like the foam, like the um, what do they call it? The loop. Slime. Slime, yeah. Slime. We call it slime. Whoa. And like anytime we hear the it actually makes me like grind my teeth a little bit. We'll get into that. That's a different That's phenomenon. A thing? Yes. What? That has happened to me all my life. Yeah. It's with... another phenomenon associated to ASMR. What? So this is actually this okay. is I'll let you get there. Okay. Because I'm curious about that for sure. But I mean this feeling where you're like, yeah, it's happened since I was a kid. What? This is a thing that this is how ASMR came to be. Oh believe my it or God. not. It was just like this. But yeah, so what is ASMR? Auto non oof. Automonuous sensory meridian response. That's what ASMR I'm is. I'm sorry, what was that first word? Autonomous. <laughs> I just reread it. <laughs> autonomous. <laughs> yeah, it's just autonomous. Yeah, autonomous sensory meridian response. Yeah, yeah, you get this physical response that you didn't mean to. Yes. Uh, well, they describe it as an experience characterized by a static-like or tingling, ting, tingling sensation on the skin that typically bl- begins on the scalp and moves down to the back of the neck and under the spine. Wait, is that so? When you use the little thing uh, on your head, the head, yeah, the massager, head massager, is that ASMR too? Uh, sort of. Because that gives you that feeling, right? Yeah. I- I'll say it is. Wow. Um, because, I mean, that is a trigger, but it most commonly refers to triggers of specific uh, auditory or visual stimuli and less uh, commonly by intentional attention control. So, does that make sense? No. Attention control? No, intentional attention control. So some people, this is less commonly, but some people can cause this feeling on purpose. I can kind of do that. I just did it. Oh, well, that's, that's weird. So I just did it. I, I don't know what you're doing. You're kind of just shrugging your shoulders yeah, and Yeah, I, I don't know so. how to con- convey this feeling to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, intentional attention control, it feels like if you're standing outside on a windy day, you're like... I'm really going to focus on this wind touching my neck. I can, like, give myself goosebumps. Yeah, that's, like, that's weird. Is that it? Uh, I don't know. That might be, like, special? the mutation. Please tell me I'm special. You're something. <laughs> uh, so, apparently, this is one of those cases where the name comes after the fame. So, believe it or not, like, ASMR, it's a relatively new term mm-hmm. within, like, the last 10 years. Oh, yeah, dude. Mukbangs, they're very new. Slime. Oh, okay. Mukbangs is that's a group eat. of people eating. Yeah. No, that's just one one person just eats a ton. I guess a, a group could do the same thing. Okay. Well, it's a Korean thing, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a Korean thing. Um, but no. Uh, so new names were for this thing were discussed at these group meetings. I'm going to tell you the names of these sorry. groups. I, I was about to say. Okay, never mind. I was just saying what groups. Yeah, what group I'm about meetings? to tell you. Well, it was these people who are like 
they were super into this phenomenon, but they didn't know what to call it. So this is some of the names of these groups. You and they're mostly forums, online forums and stuff. Um, Enthusiasts. This is very much an online phenomenon. Um, so here's the names: the Steady Health Forum. That one's pretty okay. The Society of Sensationalist Yahoo. I just want to say, if I go to the what was the first one? The Steady Health Forum. If I go to a Steady Health Forum, thinking it's like, oh, everyone's about health and yoga, and they're like, bro, I love that feeling when you get it in your spine. Well, they're actually credited with the eventual actual name of this thing. But yeah, no, I get you. Or the originators of this phenomenon. I would feel duped. Um, no, if you ever find me going on Society of Sensationalist Yahoo group, just uh, tell me to get some help. I'll tell you to head over to the... The steady health one. And then they also had, of course, the unnamed feeling blog. That's better. I like that one. That unnamed one's real. Feeling blog. I feel like that was just penciled in, and they're like, as soon as we name this, we're changing it to the ASMR blog, which is what it became. Uh, Not the blog. I'm sure it's still unnamed feeling blog, uh, okay. even though it's been named by now. Um, but here are some of the names that they were throwing around in these forums. The auditory-induced head orgasm. The attention-induced euphoria. And, of course, attention-induced observant tingle. No, wait. Euphoria. Attention-induced observant euphoria. What a strange thing for people to get together and talk about in a forum. Like, Well, you talk about a lot of stuff on forums. Yeah, but people talk about things or subjects or something, but, like, this one's about a feeling. You know, there's a Reddit page on the aerodynamics of a cow. Okay, but but that's a thing that could be Dude, interesting. I know. But, but like, hey, this feeling's kind of nice. Let's talk about it. It's weird. <laughs> I mean, they felt like they were on the brink of something, you know? like Fun. Someone Orgasm. has this feeling that I have. Well, okay, well, here are the more common names that they included. Like, this is words they used to describe it. A brain massage. A head tingle, a brain tingle, a spine tingle. Very lenient on this tingle. Yeah, I get it more in like the back of my neck. Yeah, connect the spine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and brain orgasm. So you were mentioning like this orgasmic feeling or whatever, but apparently a lot of people oppose that term because that term suggests some kind of sexual arousal. And a lot of people felt that this was unfair because this isn't what they were experiencing. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not. Uh, however, another group has split to, ref- uh, they formed their own group. It's the ASMR Rotica. ASMR Rotica. That's pretty good. Yeah. That, so those are people that are actually into it sexually. Yeah, their purpose is being sexually <laughs> stimulating. <laughs> they broke off. There's always like, somebody. They broke off. Like they said. We're not in it to be normal. That's weird. Why would you just be into it? We're into it because it's hot. <laughs> Wait, so this isn't a fetish for you guys? It's like, why would oh, you man. not be into this sexually? That's weird. Let's break off. And they form their own group, which, I, yeah, it's pretty great. ASM Rotica. Um, but it wasn't until uh, one user named Jennifer Allen coined the term. Uh, she has a podcast on the ASMR University which you guys could go check out where they just interview the, the woman who created this term and where she sees it going in the next couple of years and stuff. I didn't listen to it, but I, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> Do more research than me. So, uh, yeah, she, she came up with this name and her explanation was as follows. So autonomous, 
which means spontaneous, self-governing, with or without control. Yeah, AI. Yeah, that makes. Wait, no, wait, no, never mind. No. Scratch that. That's artificial. Yeah, autonomous is it, it happens without or with your control. I don't know, but that makes sense because when it's happening, you, you're not the one making it happen. Or I guess in your case, you are because you're a freak. No, I'm, I'm just saying I just can't. I don't watch those videos <laughs> like I'm gonna make it happen now. Um, and then sensory pertaining to the senses or sensation that makes sense. Um, I'm gonna skip meridian and I'm gonna go to response which refers to an experience triggered by something external or internal. So pretty much everything makes sense. Do you know what meridian means? Yeah, that's uh, the line in the middle, so your spine. No. Damn, that was a good guess, though. Okay, well, (laughs) it means signifying a peak, climax, or point of highest development. She picked this word from a thesaurus when she looked up the word orgasm. So she's like... They don't like the word. I'm just gonna use a thesaurus and change. I'm gonna use it. a synonym. So yeah, it's. I thought that was pretty funny, but um, yeah. So ASMR. Wait, who is this person? How are they qualified to do this? She's just a form user, dude. She. What? I tried to look her up. It doesn't look like she's a doctor of anything. There's there wasn't much science into. There's still not a lot of science into this. Oh my god, this uh, is what we have to do now. Let's go to med school. Or yeah. Something. Well, the Wikipedia article said like. There were two studies done recently, but none of the results have been revealed yet. I don't know when was the last time it updated, but I guess it's a fairly new thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, since she coined the term, it's been the, since she coined it, it's been the term used by the community. Um, but how do these members describe their experience? Well, the sensations are described as, and I quote, akin to a mild electrical current or the carbonated bubbles in a glass of champagne. I think that's pretty accurate. Um, I don't know if I get that. I get that, but I think the, I get it because I'm like spooked. Because you have you ever listened to ASMR videos where the haircut? Not the haircut one. It's the one where they whisper in each ear. Yeah. And you can hear it in the left and then the right. Yeah. I think that just spooks me. It just feels like getting goosebumps. Yeah, it? that's what it feels like. But I. I don't know. ASMR isn't for me. Hey, but. My, my favorite one is the haircut one. Yeah. That was the first one I heard about, too. And that, this was... The haircut one's actually really old. Mm-hmm. Like, way before people started doing ASMR eating videos. Yeah. The haircut one's actually really cool. Well, I think this was around 2007 when people started exploring this phenomenon. Not, like, big time. Like, now. Uh, well, now it's pretty mainstream. Mainstream? Mainstream. I think. Hmm. I think I think Jimmy Fallon had one of the ASMRist. That's what they go by. Wow. So when you you know you made it when you're on Jimmy Fallon, right? Or when any late night late show. night show is like let's do ASMR together. Um. So where am I? The pickles oh, are gross. Yeah. You want to throw out there? <laughs> any out eating there. is gross. <laughs> so uh, these feelings are usually triggered by things called triggers. Hmm. Go figure. <laughs> Uh, so triggers are usually specific audio cues or videos are usually specific audio cues or videos. Yeah. Uh, such media may be specifically made with a uh, specific purpose of triggering ASMR or they could originally be created for other purposes and later discovered to be effective as a trigger of the experience. Mm-hmm. So that could be like static on a TV that might be triggering to someone, but that wasn't the original purpose. Of so static. can uh, can you do ASMR live? Like, is this a market that hasn't tapped into yet? Yeah. 
if you go on Twitch, there's people doing ASMR. No. Yeah. I'm saying like live shows. A live in audience. Person. Okay, so no one out there steal this, but here's what we're gonna do, Omar. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take this podcast on the road, <laughs> and then we're gonna do <laughs> yeah, ASMR videos. So we're there's gonna be a whole one person there. And it's gonna be your dad, and all we're gonna do is we're gonna walk by his ears and go, "Hey, how are you?" And like whisper in his ear and like kind of like do okay. the ASMR sounds, but in person into the, his actual ears. Uh, there was a movie. I think it was called Battle of the Sexes. And there is a scene, a haircutting scene that gives people this feeling, this ASMR-ish feeling. Uh-huh. And the director has said, like, yeah, we saw it was a big thing. And we're like, what would it be like to give this feeling to, like, a group of people at one time? Because they're all in the movie theater. Man. So You're saying this has been taken? Well, no. Whispering in someone's ear is a pretty common thing. <laughs> but do people make a show out of it? They don't make a show out of it, no. Like, we could walk down aisles and be like, hey. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But again, the aisle will only consist of your dad. Yeah. So really, we're just walking around your dad. Let's not whisper stuff in my dad's ear. <laughs> um, we'll move on, though. So uh, here are some of the common triggers. I have some triggers here. So listening to a softly spoken or whispering voice like this. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was doing. This. Well, actually, when they do, it's, like, softer. It's like, Wait, you might want to go in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. When they talk, it's like that. Barely registering. You have the strength to hear it, and that's the point. So, something like that. What was that? <laughs> you said something. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, psychologist Nick Davis and Emma Barrett who are one of the people who did one study where, like, some of the information was released, they discovered that whispering was an effective trigger for 75% of the 475 people that they tested. I just want to say, your whispering might be so low that once we edit it, it would just cut it out. So it would just be weird silence. Okay, well, I whispered some stuff. Don't worry about it. Um, Yeah, so 475% of their subjects who took part in the experiment... Hang on. 475%? Four hundred and seventy-five percent. No, four hundred seventy-five of the participants. Okay, yeah. It was seventy. What? Seventy-five. Seventy. Yeah, seventy-five percent. Four hundred seventy-five. Ah, that's a good percent. Yeah, yeah. That's good percentage. A majority. Yeah. Uh, who took part in the experiment to investigate the nature of ASMR? Uh, and the statistic it reflected in the popularity of intentional ASMR videos that compromise someone. Uh, Someone speaking in a whispered voice. I just want to say that your dad's calling right now. And, like, I feel like he heard the ASMR stuff, and he's just getting real excited. Yeah. He's he's probably going to... He's probably calling out to inquire. Hey, I heard about this ASMR thing. You guys uh, think you could take the show live and do that? (laughs) Take it to your house. He's calling to reserve tickets. Exactly, to to your house. It's just going to be at your house in your living room. That's going to be the show. Um... So, another trigger is listening to quiet, repetitive sounds resulting from someone engaging in a mundane task, such as turning a page, uh, turning the pages of a book, maybe even oh, typing. Oh, that's good. That's all right. That one kind of makes me, kind of crowds my brain with a lot of noise. Uh, when we were in junior high, we had to write a poem, and it had to be, like, about an object, and one girl wrote a poem on a keyboard, and it was the best thing ever, because it sounded 
her cadence and everything and her tickety tockety, it sounded like she was sitting at a keyboard. Wow. I still remember That's that. That's kind of impressive. I know. It was super cool. Who was it? Shout them out. Uh, I'm not going to shout them out because I ended up not liking that person very much. Oh, man. Tell so me I'm later. not giving them any gloating stuff. Tell me later. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Um, so another trigger is watching somebody uh, attentively execute a mundane task such as preparing food. So this is a visual one. Some people get stimuli from watching someone do one day and like preparing food. These are just vlogs where people don't have to be entertaining. Well, no, because I think these videos are different. There's no talking. You're just watching someone prepare food. Have no, you ever I'm, watched? I'm saying, like it's just it's like, it's like live video of you living your life. It's like a vlog, like a real life vlog, a video blog. But you but just don't have to say or do anything. I don't think that's what these videos look like. That have you ever seen a Wes Anderson film? he's a director um, but maybe. <laughs> you would know if you saw one of his films because they all look the same but anyways he does this thing where everything's symmetrical and it's just visually pleasing it's beautiful it is you uh, i'll send you some movies to check out but it, it's amazing but anytime he does any scenes where it's like something mundane like cooking yeah every scene it just looks like it it gives you that asmr-ish feel because you're just watching like the satisfaction of seeing something so perfectly done it's great. Beautiful. Uh, let me see. See what? There's a specific. I think it's the the one with the wolf. Uh, or the fox. Oh. Um, the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a cooking scene in that movie. I don't know. Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom is one of them. Like, yeah, like yeah. those kind of movies. Yeah, but there's just something about the symmetry that's super. I've never actually watched pleasing. them. Um, but I'm a big fan of symmetry. Oh well, you would love his work. I love symmetry. It's just so satisfying. Well, some people find other things satisfying, such as loud. That's a good transition there. Uh, loudly <laughs> chewing, crunching, slurping, or biting foods, drinks, or gum. So that's the food one we've been. You saying gum? About. Gum does it for me. It triggers it. Yeah. Uh, some more include initiating the stimulus through conscious manipulating without the need for external video or audio triggers. So, like I've I've always said, anytime I hear someone chew or see someone chew gum, it makes me want to chew gum. I don't mean I don't ever buy or chew gum. It drives my sister up the walls if I chew with my mouth and gum. If I drives her up, the it wall. makes me like it makes me want to chew. Like I feel my. My jaw muscles like, please give me some gum. Your little saliva glands start. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't even like preparing gum. Preparing for gum. Uh, so they also like to listen to tapping, typically nails on a surface such as plastic or wood. I don't really have nails. Like I got a point of pretty much. No. Wait, wait hang on. That's real loud. I don't think. That. Um, we might transition into just a full time ASMR video. That's, um, that's my goal, actually. And this is the one that really focuses my reports. Hand movements, especially onto or near one's face, such as finger fluttering. Ah, uh, finger fluttering. And I think touching would be like... Ooh. Yeah. So, ASMR. Um, and this one was interesting to me. Receiving personal attention. This is a big thing for people. This is uh, apparently, I want to say it's the second biggest thing. Wow. That just sounds like 
I might be wrong about that, but I think it is. Uh, so yeah, many subjects report that ASMR is triggered by the uh, by the recip- receipt of tender personal attention, often comprising combined physical touch and a vocal expression, such as when having their hair cut, nails painted, ears cleaned, or back massaged while listening to a service provider speak quietly in the recipient's ear. But specifically, it's getting that attention? Yes. That's weird. Yeah. It sounds like... It's a sad... Yeah, it's which, very sad. I mean, when you think about it, like, it's such a huge thing online. It's like, yeah, because everyone online doesn't get any attention. Yeah, you're online. Yeah, so... <sighs> Dude, that's that's actually real sad. Like, people growing up probably didn't get enough attention or something. And yeah. Now you have but, an uh, ASMR kink. I did watch one video. Do you know Anthony Palladillo? Uh, Padilla. Padilla. He used to be on Smosh. Yeah, Smosh. yeah. He does this series called I Spend a Day With... And he just interviews people who are in different professions. And he spent a day with ASMRists. And apparently, like, this is a big thing. Like, people are, like, super into the, just this part. And there's even role-playing where, like, you'll pretend to be a receptionist at a dental office. I've seen that. And then you'll be like, hi. Oh, what's your name? Okay. Your appointment's in 30 minutes. Please have a seat. Feel free to read these books. And then they'll flip through the books or whatever. Um, I've seen one of like a child. Have you seen that one? No. It's like a child that's like 13 or 14, like too young. Mm-hmm. And like she does ASMR stuff and she has like long nails. This one like she pretends to be a cop pulling you over. Yeah, so. Like I've seen it on Instagram. And it's like, what? what is this? No idea, dude. But I mean, like I said, there's nothing sexual about this. Because that's another point. I really hope so. This one, receiving personal attention or whatever they make a point like it's not it's not nothing sexual about it it's just that uh personal attention like someone's giving them attention and also they express that it's not anything medical like if i'm role-playing a doctor please don't take my advice (laughs) just watch it but uh yeah so those are some triggers um so I'll get into a little bit of the history of it. Not much because there's not much. It's a sh- relatively short history. So perhaps the earliest reference of ASM of an ASMR experience or the ASMR experience can be found in a passage from the novel Miss Dalloway, which was uh, it was written by Virginia Woolf and published in 1925. So oh, that's a long time ago. It is. Um, and it doesn't exactly say, and then he had an ASMR experience. She explains what we can only conclude to be an ASMR experience. Right. So uh, this is how the passage goes. Deeply, softly, like a mellow organ, but with the roughness in her voice like a grasshopper's, which rasped his spine deliciously and sent running up his brain waves of sound. End quote. Deliciously. I think it's mostly the scent running up his brain waves of sound. So a sound is causing his senses and his spine and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, like yeah. Feel, like feeling in the spine up to the brain. Yeah. From sounds. Like it, true, true. it wasn't yeah. like she was touching. That's the big thing. Um, so that's the earliest recording. I mean, I'm sure it existed before then. <laughs> like, it's not like after she wrote this, people are like, and now I ASMR exists. Um, I feel like people felt it. They just didn't think anything of it. Yeah, it wasn't something they all agreed on. But we'll get into contemporary history, which is when people started figuring out, like, this is a phenomenon. 
So the contemporary history of ASMR began in 2007 on a discussion forum for uh, health-related subjects on the website called Steady Health. So they're coming back. Uh, So a 2000, uh, no, a 21-year-old registered user with the handle Okay Whatever, which is okay whatever so 2007 21 year old username uh submitted a post describing having experienced a specific sensation since childhood comparable to that uh stimulated by tracing fingers along the skin have you seen the uh the eggs you crack an egg on someone's head and then you brush your fingers <laughs> and it sorry. feels like the egg what you haven't seen that no is it on no it's on your give me your hand crack an egg yeah 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 give me a hand so it's like they crack an egg and then they do this oh not a real egg no they do that and it you it feels like an egg i don't know if it's the hand i think it's the hand. i've seen this the i've done the string thing what's that yeah you know, she's like give me your hand so you just put out your hand and then like i just take my fingers and like i pinch real close to your hand and i just pull and you imagine a string. Ah, and it feels like there's a string. Do yeah, that's pretty like cool. No. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, stuff like that. Um, but she said she didn't really get this from actual stuff. Uh, so, often triggered by seemingly random or unrelated non-haptic events, such as watching a puppet show or being read a story. Watching a puppet show is weird, but being read a story makes sense. <laughs> Um, so apparently people started to reply to this post and indicated that a significant number of them had experienced the sensation, uh, that she had described. I say she, but it could be he. So a bunch of people said LOL same. Yeah, basically. Or they would share their own experience. Like, yeah, that happens to me when I, um. Watch Barney on TV. When I watch people eat. (laughs) <laughs> when I stare at my mother chewing her food or crunching bread I feel like crunching bread's a big one I don't know I don't I, mean, I don't have that crunching toast I don't know I think I just like to eat um same. lol same <laughs> okay whatever uh so from there it spread from forum to forum so it started forum jumping and these other okay. forums started popping up yeah uh people didn't have a name for it or even an explanation but it was certain that this wasn't just a bunch of coincidences that had just lined up so at this point it's like like you said earlier we're like people experience that too it's like yes that's it reminds me of uh do you wipe your butt sitting down or standing up that is a phenomenon which will never die it's like a similar thing it's like it's because something you don't talk about yeah just like this i'm sure no one ever talks about like Hey, when you were a kid and somebody used to chew gum, did you ever go like, ah? Yeah, no, and it's like, people do it a different way? Yeah. There's another way? There's a whole other life out there. Uh, so this phenomenon that people were discovering would later be linked to other phenomenons. I'm getting to the end of my report here. So, um, But this is where we start talking about that other stuff. So have you ever heard of Synthiasia? Synthiasia. No, but for some some reason, I thought about euthanasia. No, synesthesia. Uh, Anesthesia? I'm just going to go to Google and she's going to say it for us. Synesthesia? Hola, hola, hola. Sinuses. Here we go. Synesthesia. 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 No. Synesthesia. Okay, I don't know why I wasted time with that. (laughs) Uh, So this is a condition characterized. I'm sure you've heard of it when I explain it. Uh, characterized by the extinct, uh, 
excitation of one sense by stimuli that normally exclusively stimulates another. Um, I'm going to give you an example because uh, no, that's a lot of confusion. never heard of this. Wait, but you mean like something that's supposed to look good but it actually smells good? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm a scientist. Basically, yeah. So it's like when you're hearing a specific sound that induces the visualization of a distinct color. So you hear uh-huh. a sound, you see a color. Um, this one's called chromosthesia. Um, and then they have another type, which is uh, seeing sounds in the case of an auditory visual synesthesia. This is the one I've heard of. Seeing sounds? Yes. There are there are those... Okay, never mind. I was thinking about the color one. But um, so to, to bring it back to the color one real quick, there are those games where it's like the word yellow, but the word yellow is purple. Yeah, click and on the right. game tells you to click on what color or what the word is. So that's mm-hmm. like it, it messes with that, right? No, <laughs> no, that's not uh, the same as in the chromo chrono. No, this one is uh, hearing a sound induces a specific color. So you hear a like, I don't oh. know, you hear like a guitar strum and you think blue. Yeah. What? Or you hear a, what a car honk and you hear red, or you see red. What? Yeah. So you see, you see, you see the Different feeling of the color? sounds give you colors. Not the feeling. It's just sounds give you color. It doesn't Wait. have to be a feeling. So what if someone, oh, just, so what if the sound of waves makes you think of blue because of the beach? I don't think that's it. What? You, like, you literally see that color? You see a distinct color. Like, okay. You don't see, like, you don't see waves because waves are blue, so you're like, I think of blue. It can be you hear the sound of waves, and then you'll see orange. Or it's like okay. That. I got another analogy. Let's see. Okay. Let's see if this one's right. It's like when a bull sees a red apron or cape, and he's like, all he can see is red. No. How about okay? How about okay? That's, that's, that's the, and it's making him okay, see how, something. How about when uh, one sense and another sense? You have to give me two okay. different senses. Okay. You giving me C and then C. What if someone that hates mac and cheese? But when they hear someone eating mac and cheese, it makes the sound. They see red because it makes them angry. I don't think that's it, but yeah, technically that's the difference. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I've heard of this because I think there's this, I read an article or something about an artist, and he would paint using sounds. So he would listen to sounds, and that would dictate what color he used for whatever he was painting. Okay. So let me see if I can pull up some. Chromostasia art. Chromostasia. Sounds like a shitty band. Yeah, we're going to listen to Chromostasia at the bar tomorrow. Okay, yeah. So here's some artwork from people who just listen to sounds and then throw that on a canvas. Pretty abstract. Yeah, it just looks like watercolors that like kids at the Children's Museum have done before. But (laughs) believing what they say is true... It's some pretty outrageous stuff. Oh, I, yeah, I crazy. wish I had stuff like that, you know, where you could a condition. <laughs> no, phenomenon, John. Don't call them conditions. <laughs> They're not broken. They don't like to say that. Yeah. Um, but one I remember from, like, hearing as a kid would be this one, which is, uh, where is it? Tasting words. Have you heard of this I'm one? I'm sorry. Lexical gustory synesthesia. No. So, like, they would say, I don't know paint and they would taste you paint like i don't that? think they would taste paint but like you could taste 
or bubble. Bubble. Maybe it's something bubble. sweet. I don't know. They haven't touched right. Go. <laughs> I breathe in the air. I was like, mm, the air tastes like something. No, I don't think that's it. <laughs> but I, I remember hearing about this as a kid, and I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I think I might have read it in like a How Stuff Works book or something. Oh, man. You're at home, and like, there's nothing to eat. Hamburger, hamburger, hamburger. <laughs> Or no, it's like if you just ate something really sour and then you just started saying like... Lime, 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 lime. No, no, no. You keep thinking food because you want to associate it. It's like, I don't know, coffee table, coffee table. Or no, I guess you're... And you think of coffee, coffee, coffee? Table, table, table. Something that makes your mouth taste sweet. And then you're like, okay, now it's not so sour. What the hell? Yeah, crazy stuff. I'm going to try that later. I don't think it's going to work. Uh, so ASMR users report the perception of being touched by the sights and sounds presented on video recording. So this is comparable to something called visual, tactile, and auditory tactile synesthesia. So that's the connection between the two phenomena. What is uh, what is the suffix Asia mean? Or stasia? It's thasia. Thasia? Yeah. Because that's come up in each one, right? Well, that's because they're taking the root synesthesia. Stasia? So anesthesia? That's a name. It doesn't come up. But no, synesthesia. I don't know what it means. Hold on. Let me look up synesthesia. It's thasia? I'm look up the, what's it called? The roots or something? Thasia um, suffix? Right? You said... It comes from the Latin word NAA. Stasia, so modern Latin from synth with on the pattern of anesthesia. Oh, okay. I was, I was trying to look it up in thesia. Is it in a T-H-E-S-I-A? Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, that's well, it. Uh, that's obtained from the noun thesis. Yeah, that makes Which sense. means setting forth. I guess that makes sense. A feeling. Sen- setting forth a, a certain feeling. feeling. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I gave you the definition, a condition characterized by excitation of one sense of stimuli that normally exclusively stimulates another. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, they, they feel like they're being touched, which is tactile, but it's from stuff that they're seeing or hearing, so auditory or visual. Um, but this is a phenomenon. The next one is the one that you and me experience, which is some people have sought uh, to relate ASMR to misophonia, which literally means the hatred of sound. But it manifests typically as uh, automatic negative emotional reactions to particular sounds. So those who suffer from this often report that a specific human sounds including those made by eating, breathing, whispering, or repetitive tapping noise can precipitate feelings of anger and disgust. <laughs> I think so, a lot of people feel that, especially about the eating sounds. I have this. The eating sounds? No. Misophonia. About what sounds? Creasing paper drives me up the wall. That's not from a person, though. It doesn't have to be from a person. Just sounds. No, it sounds. Hatred of sounds. Creasing paper? Really? You hate creasing paper? When a person creases paper, it drives me up the walls. Dude. Some people is like nails on the chalkboard. In high school, I would do like origami and I crease paper all the time. (laughs) You never told me this. I cringe so many times. And I I think it comes from, I'm scared that that person's going to get a 
paper cut paper cut on their fingers have you thought okay can you think of a specific time where i've done that and you saw paper and yeah. i wanted to kill you yeah uh i can't think of a specific time but i know i hate it every time <laughs> like the sound i, I don't know if you've noticed but when i fold paper it's usually a pat down first and then to be honest with you i don't remember the last time i've okay, seen you well, fold paper same thing when people handle wooden rulers, and I think that comes from they're going to get a splinter in their finger. Really? So I think there's a sound of wooden rulers. Yeah, the only? sound of hands like rubbing but, on a but a ruler. I don't know something specific. Like about wood, a wood is fine. Like on yeah, wood is fine. Wood I is, mean, I took wood shop, and my favorite part was sanding it down and then like but, rubbing it and yeah, looking at it like ah, oh, perfect. Weird. So just rulers. But it's I guess it's what I hear or see someone else doing it, but specifically seeing like. You could be creasing paper over there, and if I hear it, I'm, I'm berserk. I don't have to see that. I'm gonna run over to you and beat your ass. So I've always hated that sound. Uh, I, I thought I told you because I, I remember I specifically no, people in this. like high school and junior high knew I hated it, and like they would watch me and start folding paper. I'm like, oh, you, you monsters! <laughs> no, it wasn't me. I have a condition. So yeah, that's. Uh, Anger it's, not and con- it's not a condition. It's something else. What would you call it earlier? Misophonia. Oh, it's a phenomenon. It's a phenomenon. <laughs> it's not a condition. Uh, that's all I have, though. Uh, have Wait. you ever had any? Like, okay, so I hate. Um, I really don't like the sound of like bathroom air, um, air vent. Okay. So like, I don't use mine, and my girlfriend hates that because sometimes I'll poop and I won't turn it on. I, I use it all the time. But that sound feels like. Like like static looks, mm-hmm. but a sound of static in my mind. So and static you, doesn't do that. That's weird. I hate the sound of running water. You hate ambient noise. No, that's not true. Like there's some ambient. No- so like, I hate certain sounds of water. So like sounds of and sometimes they sound the same. But if I know it's one thing that I hate, I'll hate it. Like pee, pee hitting. The no, water. I don't like pee. Pee hitting the water to me. <laughs> I don't know. I aim for the bowl because I don't like the sound. I don't like the sound of like a running bathtub water or a sink water. So I guess um, streams of water that aren't um, like you know the streams of water that come out of the sink or the tub are usually like uh, chaotic. What am I trying no, to say? Then, no, I disagree. You're backwards. I believe water coming from a sink is more constant than pee water because pee water sounds like Okay, yeah, no, that's that's different. No, like, but pee water doesn't bother you. Just see, that's the water hitting the pee hitting the water. Mm-hmm. But you that, hate the water that. hitting nothing. I I hate the water coming out of the faucet. It sounds like shh. Yeah, it's being sprayed out. But I love the sound of fountains, which is the like, same thing for the lesser. No, but you, yeah, but it it sounds less chaotic, less in a forceful. Way. I think it might be just mean knowing that it's water being wasted out of a sink or a tub maybe that's what it is maybe yeah know. it's a sense of urgency because you watch those videos when the dentist would come by and you're like <laughs> make sure to turn off your water when you brush maybe i'm subconsciously like cheap or something and like, oh yeah like maybe. i'm thinking like oh my god the water bill is going up yeah. but i i hate those sounds it just well for this one my sister like i said she hates me chewing uh my dad hates people who like breathe in well, since he listens Imagine more snot in there. He like, hates that. Like, like, yeah, stuff. I mean, we're both pretty clear 
Yeah, no, we've got clear no, sinuses clear today. Clear sinuses today, but we'll yeah. We'll be back. He hates that. My little cousins do it all the time. He's like, Oh, dude, kids? Kids with dirty noses? It's the worst. Um, I So, I want to go back to the gum. Okay. So, what is that again? Because oh. we didn't talk about that too much. But, like, anytime I hear something about gum or hear someone chew gum, it doesn't disgust me or anything. Mm-hmm. But... It makes me feel like I want to chew. Oh, I me talking about that's that not now. Like physically, like my my mouth feels like it wants to chew on something. Mm. Like I feel like I want to grind my teeth. Yeah, that's not ASMR. But was that? It's a different phenomenon then. Yeah, I thought I used to experience because when I was reading this, I'm like, I've I've experienced ASMR without knowing it as a kid. Anytime you get a haircut and they come up with a lineup, the low, the what's it called? Razor. Not straight the razor? razor, not the straight edge. Buzz, the little kid. Yeah, the, the buzzer, buzz. What's it called? Buzz. Uh, I don't know. Clipper. The clipper. Anytime they Clippers. came up with the clipper to line me up after or whatever, and they put it on the neck, I remember getting chills and goosebumps as a kid. Like kids get that a lot, right? Because yeah. like every time you go, it tickles, and I thought that's what it is, but it's not. You get that same experience from watching someone so, buzzing someone else's head. Wow. So. So that's saying someone. When you hear when you hear someone else someone is getting, else. or you're watching it, it's always like it triggers that memory. Yeah, that memory being a feeling, and that doesn't happen to me. I, I, like I've checked out ASMR videos, I'm like, this isn't doing anything for me. This okay. is not freaking me out. Yeah, ASMR doesn't really do anything for me either. Uh, mm-hmm. But sometimes, visually, it's just satisfying. Mm-hmm. But that's more like like when they reverse videos and something fits in real nicely. Or you like so that's uh, not ASMR. It just looks satisfying. What's it called? Something pleasing, visually pleasing stuff. Um, I guess like those uh, CGI renders of like a ball fitting perfectly. Oh yeah, no, hole. those are great. Yeah, like when the, that happens in real life, it is so good. But does that give you like a no, spine chilling? No, okay. it just looks really satisfying. That, that would be ASMR if it gives you a little chime. Like uh, I got, chilling. I had like this drink bottle and i went to work and i put it in my mug mm-hmm. and i was like wow that fits so well so i just have a bottle in my mug just because it looks nice it just fits real well um okay how about pea shivers what pea shivers do you know what that is pea shivers shivers no so when you i guess in sometime in so at, at some moment while you're peeing you get a shiver down your spine. Oh, pee. Pee, pee shiver. I felt like peas in a pod <laughs> no, shivering. No, like you, when you pee. No. That's a thing. I'm sure it is. Re- like, I notice notice next time you pee. I don't want to notice it. Notice next time you pee. You can't not can't notice it now. I can't forget it now. You can't forget what I said. Notice next time you pee, you're going to like have a shiver. So I looked it up. In neurology, post-micturition convulsion syndrome. Mm-hmm. Also known as pee shivers is the experience of shivering during or after urination. So the syndrome appears to be more frequent, frequently experienced by men. Like, that's the thing, dude. Maybe, maybe you don't have pee shivers, but I have pee shivers. Maybe I have unsensitive stimuli. Maybe that's it. Maybe stuff don't trigger me. Oh, just go go pee like after this, and let me know. I'm curious. Well, I've been drinking a lot of water, but I don't have to pee right now. Um, that was the end of my report. There was one more. I, I brought up the Wikipedia article because I, I feel I should mention it just because this one's the closely related. 
or the most closely related. But it's um, have you ever heard, ever heard of Frisian? Frisian? R- no, not Fission. Frisian. F R I S S O N. Frison. Frison. It is a French word, actually. Frison. Frison. Uh, so no, this signifies a brief sensation usually reported as pleasurable and often expressed as an overwhelming emotional response to stimuli, such as a piece of music. So, uh, fission, no, you got me saying fission. Frison. Frison often occurs uh, simultaneously with a piloerection, which is colloquially known as goosebumps, oh. uh, which tiny muscles... Uh, contract causing body hair, particularly ones on limbs in the back of the neck, to stand. So, frisson. I've had that before. I've had goosebumps before yeah, from like goosebumps. listening to a song or something. Yeah. It's like, wow, so, that was awesome. Like, so, I experienced frisson, but I can't say I experienced ASMR. I feel like that comes to me more often with like orchestras. Yeah. Is that, is that it's, specific? It's the swell of a music. No. Oh. So. But no, yeah, no. I'm saying. I'm not saying that's on the Wikipedia article. I'm saying, like, yeah, from swells of music is that gets me. Because it could be an orchestra, yeah, which swells a lot. Right. Or it can just be, like, uh, any Hans Zimmerman. Yeah. Or, oh, um, dude, those are great. Which Hans is Zimmerman's orchestra great. music, but also it's, it's like, uh, digital stuff. Like, yeah, it's uh, like... Um, Interstellar. Any, oh, dude, the Interstellar soundtrack is great. I, and it's all swells of music. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> those aren't waves. It really builds... Murph. Up. Maybe <laughs> stay Murph. Oh man. Yeah. So all right, all right. It made me right. sad. Alright, so uh I guess that's uh all fluttering, we have for, dude. All we have for fluttering. We did some interesting stuff for this, I must say. Yeah, shout out to India. Uh hope y'all get some water soon, honestly. Shout out to you, ASMRist. Uh I don't know what you do, but I'm glad you're doing it. Wait, so. can we end this with some uh ASMR coming from us? Uh, you wanna you wanna do the last the closing part of the podcast in ASMR? No, I wanna do ASMR sounds. I, go for it, dude. I'll give you it's seven thirty five right now. You have seven thirty six, you have one minute. Don't bump the mic. Sorry, I bumped the mic. It? I'm good. You yeah. still got like 30 seconds. Oh, sorry. Okay. No, 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 no. All right. You want to close right. it ASMR yeah. style? That's a full. Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll close it ASMR style. Thank you guys for listening. This has been our 12th episode on the O Word Podcast.